Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Take me to church, Hello, my pink ladies. Hello. I've got lovely ladies in pink with me tonight. <laughs> We're missing Tom. I wish he was here wearing pink too. Oh. But hi, after buzzers. My name is Lindsay Wegner. We are here to recap, talk everything supernatural. Make sure you guys are checking us out at YouTube, AfterBuzz, YouTube.com, AfterBuzz TV. Also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, rate us five stars, talk to us using the hashtag. ABTV Supernatural. We can answer all your questions. You guys can talk to us. You can also find us on Twitter. You guys can find me on Twitter and all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. And tonight I'm going to be joined by Miss Katie Campbell. Where can they find you on Twitter? Hello, hello. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Wonderful. And then joining me also is Michaela Phillips. Hi, Michaela. Hey, Lindsay. Where can they find you on Twitter? You guys can find me on social media and Twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips. Perfect. <laughs> All right, ladies. What did you think of the episode tonight? Very good and very back to, I feel like the roots of Supernatural, something that we haven't seen. Well, something that we have seen, but not for a few episodes or a few seasons, I should say, actually. So I felt like it took it back to more the roots of Supernatural. And I think it was just a great episode and I'm looking forward to next week. I really enjoyed it. Lindsay, you brought up a good point that it's kind of like a Final Destination-y. And I just love that they've been doing that. You know, we had the... Wizard of Oz. We just have all these connections to other things, and I just, I loved that whole thing about this episode. I like that it makes that relevant. Like, that makes me want to go back and watch Final Destination because of, <laughs> you know, you see the deaths kind of happen in this fashion the same way that we saw tonight, which we'll get into more. But I do, I agree with you 100% that I, I love when they bring something back. They bring the Wizard of Oz back, or they bring a new witch in, and now we're going to get back into the coven with Rowena and everything. So I just, I think it's a great way to bring, make old stuff relevant again. And make people that have watched Supernatural and been around for 10 years know about yeah. that movie from years ago. And so, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. I loved it, too. Um, I'm like, Michaela, like you said, I'm super excited for next week for, yeah. for Kane's return. We have been waiting oh for gosh. this since, like, literally the mark of Kane the, even began. And since we <laughs> talked to Kane at Supernatural Con. Con. So, I yeah. mean, this is this is way exciting to, to see what's going to happen yes. next. That was, that was in November. So we've been waiting for, for this. this. 
It's been a few months. We've been waiting. I'm sure Supernatural fans and Afterbuzzers have been waiting also. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we might have Timothy in here next week. So hopefully. Fingers crossed, you guys, that we're going to try and get him in for next week. So we've got connections. We've got connections. You talk to your people. I'll talk to my people. We talk to his people. Hopefully, we can get him in here so that he can discuss next week's episode with us. Let's jump right in. We start in Spencer, Iowa. We see Billy and his girlfriend, Janet, hanging out, driving. They're going to go to some taco hut. And they're getting navigation from Trini, Mm -hmm. like Siri. (laughs) And she's telling them where to go. And we see that it's possessed. Mm -hmm. It's it's taken her. It's taken them for a little joy ride. And it tells Janet to get out of the car. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have gotten out of the car. I would have been like, what's happening? Why is this thing telling me this? I mean, yeah, I, I, like the initial thought would be like, what is going on right now? This is freaky. This is creepy. But I mean, I would probably, yeah, definitely jump out of the car. Wait, I mean, what? there was this bridge that was closed and it was telling them to go just straight down the bridge. I mean, to me, I probably would. I, I, but then I, she had to leave him. So it was like a really hard decision. It, it definitely was. I don't I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have panicked in that moment and been frozen and then gone off yeah. <laughs> the bridge because we do see Janet get out of the car and watch as the car literally takes off with Billy inside of it through the, you know, closed bridge. construction sign yeah. into the water perishing to his death. <laughs> there were a lot of moments in this episode where I was like... <gasps> Yeah, you were jumpy, McJumperstein today. Usually I that's was. me. I couldn't watch having deaths for these kids. Like yeah. there was three in total, and there was nearly going to be a fourth. So until Sam and Dean stepped in, yeah, it was it was definitely a good, bit gory, gory <laughs> episode. But I that once again paying homage to Final Destination. All the deaths that you see in that movie are crazy. Yeah, so mm, hard we to were, watch. We were expect. I was expecting a little bit of craziness then. <laughs> so. We come back to Sam and Dean then, and once again, Dean has or Sam has now contacted Cass. He knows that he's riverboat gambling, because why wouldn't he be? <laughs> That's the bad news. <laughs> That's the bad news. But he's trying to find the mark, and they decide to take this little assignment and head to Kasem College to go find Janet and see what they can find out about this situation. They don't know if it's a ghost. They think it might be a ghost. Talk to Janet. And find out that Billy had a little bit of uh, trouble mm. with his brother, Joey, Joey, who died in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And so they're wondering, maybe, is this what's possessing them? Did you guys think that it was Joey? Or no. did you guess it was? Both of you knew it wasn't. I yeah. just didn't think it was going to be that easy. Yeah. I, t- I completely agree with Katie. And for some reason, it never ended up being a girl. You know, it ended up being a guy. But... I thought it was a girl because of the Trini voice. I think that maybe like clouded my mind. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this is, this has to be a girl. Yeah, I feel like they like to do that too, like kind of throw you off, make you think it's something else, and that's mm-hmm. cool. It makes you more excited when you find out who it actually is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I I didn't think that it was Billy either. I thought they or Joey either. I thought that they just they brushed over it too quickly to really believe that that was going to... They want to try and throw, throw us off, but it wasn't It wasn't going to end up being that. Mm-hmm. So they find the truck, they burn it, in case it does have something to do with this truck mm-hmm. that Joey died in. Mm-hmm. And then we see two sorority sisters. We see Delilah and Julie mm-hmm. hanging out. Delilah's going to go study. Julie doesn't need to study because she's sleeping with her TA. <laughs> Didn't stuff. we all know one of those in college? <laughs> <laughs> um... So she 
being a typical college girl, we see all the hash, hashtag blessed, oh, hashtag, hashtag curious, everything. hashtag, hashtag selfie, confused. <laughs> confused. We see all the hashtags. And she's just being a typical college girl. And she gets this chat request from Princess Elsa. Mm-hmm. And she basically knows something's up. First thoughts on that right there. What did you think? When the person, okay, when the chat started, I was like, this is obviously something's going mm-hmm. wrong in this room tonight because that's what's going to happen. But with the chat, when he said, um, or Princess Elsa, whoever it was, said 8-10, I was like, ooh, that's a date. Like, something happened mm-hmm. August 10th. She did something. She's trying to keep it a secret. That was my initial thought about it. Yeah, I, I agree with the Katie, what you're saying about um, when it first came up, you're like, oh, like something's going to happen. It was definitely leading us that way. And when it first popped up, I, if I'm being completely honest, my initial thought was, I was like, nice pun intended with the Princess Elsa. I was like, is this meant to be like frozen? I'm like, I just <laughs> I thought it was too. really funny. And I like how Supernatural always incorporates stuff like that. And especially like even with the hashtags, it's something that everyone can relate to who uses social media and it makes it more funny. But uh, speaking about the message, I agree. I was like, what is 810? Um, I was like, is it something that happened? A date or something? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was thought circling. I, I agree with you. I like, Michaela, that you, they always create something that we can relate to mm-hmm. and that, you know, people watching can relate to. Even the Elsa thing. I think everybody knows Multiple Elsa. Multiple generations. Multiple generations. You're right. If it's parents that have kids mm-hmm. or our generation yeah. or even the young ones. Uh, my initial thought was because they were talking about uh, studying and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that it actually related to SATs. I was trying to figure out how. I you said that. Because I, and I know an SAT score of 810 is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But then that would explain why she was sleeping with her TA and why she was doing so well in school because she was getting help. Mm-hmm. Obviously did not relate to that. I was wrong. And we, of course, once again, we see Julia's demise, strangulation by power, power cord. Oh my gosh. That was brutal. Mm. That's like a creepy death. Yeah. It was funny because I wasn't expecting the strangling. I think, Katie, you made a comment. You're like, oh, I, I completely kind of saw that. And I was yeah. like, I actually thought it would electrocute her. I was mm-hmm. like, that's another way. So either way, it was a I, painful kind of quick death. That's that's what I was thinking, that's what I too. Thought. I was thinking it was going to, like, poker yeah. and, like, 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 you know, like <laughs> the little cigarette lighter. And it was going to be, like, hot. And somehow, then, mm-hmm. yeah, electrocute her. Oh, I thought that thing was going to wrap around her. By the way, you it was lingering it. behind her, like this side and then this side. And oh, it, just, it was very like a yeah. snake. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Creepy. <laughs> creepy, creepy, creepy. So we find out then Sam and Dean uh, do talk to uh, Delilah, who says that the connection between Billy was that he was the cap- uh, the president of Sigma Theta Delta, which is STD, STD. <laughs> which was the biggest frat on campus. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew who he was. So we now know they're connected. We know Delilah is Julia's roommate. So we're we're slowly figuring out how are we putting this puzzle together. Sam and Dean head off to the cafeteria. <laughs> With I a just... whole tray of food, Dean had. <laughs> whole tray. Looks good. <laughs> what were you going to say, Katie? I just had to say that when she mentioned that Julie knew Billy... And then they said, does she know Joey, Billy's brother? And then Delilah was like, oh, I didn't know he had Mm -hmm. a brother. I thought, okay, if Joey was the one doing it, this would be the way to throw it in. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe something happened with Joey and Julie dating Mm -hmm. or, you know, something in that realm. In the past, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it completely kind of ruled him out at that point. Yeah. So, um, and after that, we didn't hear, we wasn't brought up again Mm -hmm. after that point. But we found out their connection. We get to the cafeteria. Um... Once again, we, there were a couple points throughout this episode where Sam 
was making, uh, was showing us that Dean is not tech savvy whatsoever. He has no idea what Trini is. He doesn't know that the internet saves everything. And I thought there was going to be a moment where like he was going to bring up something like, oh, I was looking at stuff the other day and. Probably... <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that said that in his face. <laughs> You didn't even need to say it. <laughs> it was a really great moment. I thought it was really, really funny. So we find out then, we get to the the chat that she had, that Miss Julie had closed out. We come to find out that it actually was a third grader's mm-hmm. chat name or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was asleep. So we can't now connect the chat to the death, but we know somehow it's connected. They, they start looking up addresses. They come mm-hmm. up with this 810 address. And this mm. woman is walking out, and she goes to grab flowers mm. from an accident site. They're alive, and as Sam and Dean approach her and talk to her, she's like, I just try and get rid of these flowers. It's a constant reminder, even though they're alive. Mm-hmm. And it's always this redheaded girl with a sorority on her, you know, somewhere on yeah, her. what she's wearing. So, redhead, do we guess right away? Delilah? Delilah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> so... We head back. Oh, and she says that her husband, sorry. She says that her husband was killed in a car accident. And they were just newlyweds, and they didn't even make it to their first year anniversary. He was 29. Very young. And he was a teacher. Mm-hmm. So this was obviously devastating for her. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to um, Delilah, who's hanging out with Kyle, who's on Sexter, <laughs> which is like Tinder. And like those apps. <laughs> he was a part of... This, because he's telling her to keep it quiet. She wanted to come clean at this point. She thought Mm -hmm. it was karma. And that kind of, if she had probably come out at that at that stage, maybe it wouldn't have gone as far as it did. But then it wouldn't be an episode. Uh, But in reality speaking, yeah, it's probably she should have. Yeah, well, I think Andrew was on like a path of revenge where he couldn't go back. Even if she did come out at that Mm -hmm. point, he would have held it against her that she didn't like you know, actually admit to it when it happened. Mm-hmm. And it, we, we go on to see, I don't want to spoil anything yeah. yet, but we do go on to see that the it didn't accident. make a difference. Mm-hmm. And it was his wife who made the difference. Mm-hmm. So we, she leaves. She still doesn't know what to do, whether to call Sam or Dean yet. And, yeah, and he said that the cops were the least of her problem. He was crazy. He, okay? was, he was basically threatening her if yeah. she did say anything. He's not a good person. Well, we know then that he's going to, bite it as well Mm -hmm. and he gets a little message from someone saying you know she's coming over to Mm -hmm. std and all that stuff and he checks the door because someone knocks and there's nobody there so he closes the door we hear we've heard music playing the whole time and then we get this amplified crazy music Mm. and katie didn't like this and before that i'm sorry if i just can add before that there was um the phone call that he received and he was like, oh, like, hey, whatever. And it, it actually said on the closed caption that we had on the screen, mm-hmm. it said, like, demonic voice. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we were like, oh. Oh, we know. This is, and we saw the breath again. Then. The breath mm-hmm. connected everyone, too, because there was cold air mm-hmm. coming from everyone. And we see his head, basically. Turn I jelly. don't usually turn away in this show, but I did for this moment. Yeah, really? you did. You're I like, did. it's too much to watch. And I don't usually do that. But... The blood coming out of his eyes, and his the ears, nose, his yeah. nose, like... I don't... Can that really happen? I think so. I think you can, yeah. If something's, like, super loud, you can... I mean, you know, you can pop out. an eardrum and stuff. Mm. They always say it's listening to... Well, the glass also high shattered in as well at mm-hmm. one point. What I thought was interesting is that the first death um, for uh, Billy... I was going to say Joey. Uh, for Billy was in the car. 
But it was done through Wi-Fi, which we find out he, that's how he's connecting all the devs. But the other two, an attempted uh, third or fourth, um, was with Delilah, was all in like a closed room. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like different how one was outdoors and all the others were like secluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were all yeah, yeah. they were all in like the doors right. were locked; they couldn't get out. And I just, I just well, he got locked in the truck too. It was still an enclosed <laughs> space, but mm-hmm. just a small mm-hmm. space. But it, I like that they changed that up and they didn't make everything completely yeah. the same. So that it was, was hard for us to figure out how he was actually traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we then, Delilah comes clean, and she tells him what happened. And we see the whole accident kind of happen. They're all on social media. Delilah and Julie are in the backseat taking selfies. Mm-hmm. The boys are on their Twitter or whatnot. While so driving. reminder, do not tweet text or text and, and drive. drive. Don't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And don't talk on your cell phone either. Yeah, just it's be safe. Bluetooth. Safe. Yeah. Bluetooth. <laughs> Everything. Um, so we see this accident happen. And it and it actually wasn't so bad. He was still... I was like, wait, he, he can't die from, like, the impact. I mean, it was bad, but, like, it wasn't, like, his airbag deployed. Yeah. But then we see why he dies. Mm-hmm. Because the electricity. the electricity, the wires drop, and the car starts on fire. Mm-hmm. And Delilah's sitting in the back seat saying, we have to help. Call 911. We have to help. And Nothing. Joey, who's driving, just... Or Billy. Billy. Now I'm calling him Joey. Billy, who's driving, just <laughs> drives away. Because he has a DUI and he can't be caught doing mm-hmm. this. This is what ran through my head at this moment. The cops, this happened nine months ago. Why? The cops have had to have seen skid marks from both cars. But the report just was talking about how this teacher's car mm-hmm. went into a light pole, died on impact and everything. Like, why wasn't that investigated? And why didn't it trigger in the wife's head, like, there's somebody coming and giving flowers, like... I mean, maybe she thought, oh, it's a student since he was a teacher. But, mm-hmm. like, I just thought that should have be, been questioned. And then also, I mean, obviously Sam and Dean put the puzzle together. Mm-hmm. But the cops were questioning, like, what's the connection between all of these kids? They're all friends. Why are mm-hmm. they all dying? Mm-hmm. Well, if I can address what you said, Katie. With the investigation for the car, with skid marks and such, they had driven off. So they hadn't actually like collided. There wasn't probably any uh, there damage wasn't to any, the truck. Yeah, and there wasn't any um, security or footage from anywhere nearby. So normally, I feel like in that kind of scenario, they would pull stuff from that or see what they can do. So I think without having an, anything tangible, like or any other knowing whose car it was, how would they figure but they that both out? Swerved. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when you land on the brakes and you mm-hmm. swerve, you're going to make skid marks. Still so going to be marks, but it's not leaving any evidence of the car or the vehicle. That was there, but but if I was if I was the wife, I would go. My husband doesn't drink and drive, mm. and he ran into a light pole. What what came into the way to make him do this? I yeah. would want to investigate it further to find oh, out absolutely. why that happened. Now they said the body was burned beyond recognition and stuff, so they couldn't actually do what it seemed like they could do any tests. I know you can always do teeth tests, but you, they knew it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I guess they didn't suspect foul play. I would be one with you to say, we need to find out what happened here because this can't, this this is just too random mm-hmm. to happen. I yeah. agree. Like, I think as a loved one and as his wife, like, for sure, you want to know what's happened. Like, you want that closure as well. And knowing that he's not someone who would be that irresponsible to just drive, like, recklessly. But you can't, like, investigate something that where there isn't too much then to investigate with no footage or no trackage of a mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. So... That was that would be really difficult for mm-hmm. her, and that's why I think it's good that then he was reaching out to her through um, the internet. And she she at first was like hesitant and was like, "How does this person know this? It's someone just being like crazy and like just playing on like my hurt." 
and he knew stuff that no one else knew, and mm-hmm. she then believed that it was him. Oh that broke my heart for her. Because it's like ghost. She can't say, you <laughs> know, goodbye. Twist. She doesn't want to say goodbye. But then when she realized he was different, she knows he's on some kind of a path of revenge. Mm-hmm. He was focused mm-hmm. on the revenge at that point. Yeah. So we know that this has happened now. We know why these deaths are happening. We've got to connect how this is happening. So Dean stays with Delilah. They make the salt circles to try and stop because they know it's a ghost. And they have to get rid of the object in order to get rid of the ghost. Mm-hmm. So they know they just have to figure that out. So Dean stays with Delilah. Mm-hmm. Sam goes out to try and figure out what's happening here. Realizes that it's all wireless. Mm-hmm. It's connected by this wireless system. That everything from the car, from the navigation mm-hmm. app to the wireless, to the cord that wrapped around her neck and the computer and the laptop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the wireless speakers. So now everything's connected. So he's getting through everything connected and he goes up to talk to Mrs. Silver, Corey, and she says that, yeah, he's been reaching out to mm-hmm. her and she does figure out that it's her husband because he knows all this information about her. What do you do if that's your husband? And you know these deaths have started happening. Mm-hmm. Or wait, you don't know the deaths have started happening yet. What do you do if this is your husband? Mm-hmm. How long do you play this? I mean, does that keep you holding on for forever? Well, I've, yeah. Oh, I would have kept Katie. playing. I just can't. I would have kept answering him and talking to him just because I just felt really sad for her and for that mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. I honestly have no idea what I would probably do in that situation. I'm far from that at my age now, but... I she did say and she was like I knew what he was doing and he she said there was a change in how he was connecting with her or speaking to her through the internet and he started disappearing and then coming back and writing to her and she knew he was on that revenge path and she did say that once she saw the killings of these uh college students happening she was like this has kind of gone too far or whatever it was she said I'm not going to quote word for word but she knew she was like he's just for revenge mm-hmm. and I I just she didn't want to let him go. That's basically she wasn't what kept her hanging on go yet. And yeah. I, I, I can't imagine, especially like she knew she hadn't done anything wrong and he wasn't really guilty of anything of this car accident. So you do want to hold on as long as you can. But once you find out this revenge is going on, I think then you know you have to mm-hmm. address it in some way. And so I loved the the moments between Delilah and Dean, Dean, when he was talking about, you can't bury these things. You have to let them out and stuff. We're getting back to the Mark of Cain, yes. which is coming in next episode in episode 14. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing him reveal his softer side in the past few episodes and realizing how bad this Mark can be and how he's trying to literally overcome it. I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Ladies, what do you think? Yeah, I like that. I really, I agree with you. And I felt it even more so, too, when he was yelling at... um Andrew, mm. when he was trying to tell him, he's like, blood fuels the yes. rage. And he, that speech that he was giving to Andrew, I was like, oh my gosh, because Dean knows this, okay? Mm-hmm. He's giving you his experience. And this guy may not know that, but, you know, I just thought that was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a great moment. Literally, I have nothing to say. Like, Katie just took the words out of my mouth. I thought the exact same. I was like, Dean is speaking from a place that he knows. And I really like that because at the same time, it's what he knows, but it's also still currently what he's going through in the storyline with the Mark of Cain. And mm-hmm. like you said, we'll get probably more towards that at the end of his discussion with Sam. But I definitely thought the exact same thing. And I like that he was speaking from experience and not just like trying to, trying to fool or trying to kid um, Andrew just to keep Delilah safe. And then through his conversation with Delilah, he found out that she did feel guilty about it and she did want to mm-hmm. do something. Even though she has been trying to probably bury this thought 
even though she was the one bringing flowers. Mm-hmm. It's still something that she needed to get out and get off. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Andrew has now possessed in the, you know, the sorority house mm-hmm. every phone, every computer, every single screen. So they start smashing everything and they realize they have to get to the basement in order to get away from anything Signal. with Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And so we we do talk about how um Corey and and Sam are talking that she's like, yeah, she realized that once she realized Andrew was out for revenge, she knew something was wrong and it had connection to these kids' deaths. And Andrew was going to kill Delilah because this was the final one mm-hmm. to his death. We don't know mm-hmm. what would have happened if he killed her. Would he have gone back to being normal or not? Mm-hmm. But, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, and that I mean, that's another thing to look at. If you know that you're going to, do you allow your dead husband to go and take the lives of four people that caused his death and then come back and do you are you okay with that well i kind of think that it wouldn't just end there their revenge uh we see like anything like i think a lot of genres or any tv shows we watch where people are after revenge or to avenge something it never quite ends with like they're never quite satisfied even when they're done with Mm -hmm. what they thought would make them happy so i kind of think it wouldn't it wouldn't sacrifice like it wouldn't make him happy enough Mm -hmm. it would open up a door to another he would just keep going it would just keep Mm -hmm. going yeah it would plummet into something mm-hmm. snowball into something more. Yeah. I agree with you, and I think that her telling Sam what was going on so that they could stop this mm-hmm. was the best thing possible. So there's a phone ringing in the basement, and Andrew just like pops in mm-hmm. via like wireless, <laughs> looking all crazy, throws Dean to the side, and starts choking Delilah. And luckily, Dean gets up and stops him, and then he goes to like choke and kill Dean. Mm-hmm. And Corey calls and tells him to stop. Mm. He's got to stop. And then, and Dean is trying to tell him, as like you, as you ladies had said, that this is all. You, he feels the rage. You need to move on, and that's the only thing that'll give you peace. Mm-hmm. God, oh, those it moments. It was well worded, mm-hmm. especially well worded coming from Dean in the situation he is with the Michael Kane. Very good. I, it's crazy because we were seeing. Demon Dean and Dean and Dean who wanted to kill people and fight people and blood and lots of like massive killings. And now we're just seeing this totally different side of him and I love it. He's controlling seeing, it. Yeah, we're seeing hero Dean, like normal Dean, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was such a nice change to see him saving someone rather than killing someone. And I love the brothers just need each other. He he texts Sam nine one one and Sam just knows that he has mm-hmm. to do something. And that's, back. He saved his life. Mm-hmm. What and I, I love, that. yeah, speaking of, like touching on that subject, what I love, Katie, about that also is the fact that Dean just said nine one one, like three little numbers, one huge meaning. But Sam knew exactly like to have his wife call him. Mm-hmm. Like he could have been like, oh, I better get there. But they're like that in tune with each other as brothers and been through so much and have that bond. He just knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it was a really really great moment and great moment for her to say. Her final goodbye to him and mm-hmm. say, "I'm I'm okay. I can. Oh yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I can let I can let you go now." And as soon as she said goodbye, he dissipated mm-hmm. and his revenge was over. And mm-hmm. he knew it was time to let go too and not be seeking this out. And I think the great closure for this situation was because the wife did get some extra time with him, and that is important, I think. And she got closure, and then she also got closure from Delilah, who went to apologize to her. Mm-hmm. And I think we needed to see that as well, because she obviously was dropping the flowers off and felt bad, and now she can kind of have closure and move on, knowing mm-hmm. that yeah, they can both make peace with it and make make it right. Exactly. So, last moments with Dean and Sam, mm-hmm. ladies. The- All right, 
Go ahead. This was my favorite scene of the entire episode. I just, mm-hmm. I thought it was such a beautiful moment that Dean was saying, like, you know, Sam's like, you're giving up. And Dean's like, I'm not giving up. He's literally finding peace with it and moving on. Mm-hmm. And he, he's doing, he said he's peace is helping people. Mm-hmm. And he's going to keep working cases. And all he wants to do, you know, is help people. And that's his peace. And I just thought that was such a beautiful moment. But in my head, I was thinking, okay, you know what? They're going to agree with this, and they're going to try to move on and just live with it, and Dean's going to try to keep it under control, and people are going to come in, Kane, <laughs> Crowley with the blade, like, I knew that was going to happen. And they're yeah. going to disrupt that and be like, no, we're going to figure out a solution, or it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, like, we did see Dean say that, and I think going now into next week's episode, like, for me personally, I've kept thinking leading up to this episode, episode 14 and Kane's return, I've been thinking, oh, it's totally going to be something mutual. It's going to be uh, Kane coming back and asking for what he asked Dean for originally, that when I come back, you have to kill me with the blade. And now we're kind of seeing Dean's like somewhat accepting it. He's like, I'm going to live with it. I'm going to help people. And Sam thinks he's giving up. But I think now Kane's return, it's, it's completely something different. And I think we might be a little, I don't know, a little thrown or not be expecting what we're going to see. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that. Any last-minute thoughts on the conversation with Dean and Sam, aside from it just being a wonderful brotherly moment and Dean finally finding some peace and knowing to tell Cass to stop worrying about finding a cure, he's okay, he's accepting it, and he's going to move on and live with it? And do we think this is something that he can sustain, even if Kane wasn't about to come back? Do we think that Dean could sustain with the mark of Kane? Mm-hmm. But in this even keel balanced area, he's been in, and that Kane wasn't coming back and Crowley mm-hmm. in the blade. You know, that's an interesting question because Dean does say he's going to fight it till he can't anymore. When all said and done, he was he'll go down mm-hmm. swinging. So it's like in the back of his mind, he kind of thinks one day it might not turn in my favor and it might overcome me. But he's trying to make peace with that right now. It's not, and he's mm-hmm. able to control it a little bit, somewhat. You know, we've seen that. Um, but it's interesting because I think in his mind he thinks if he was trying to live like this and, you know, all those outside things weren't coming in, it still someday would take over him. I would normally just say undoubtedly, yeah, Dean can handle it. I mean, look how much they've gone through these brothers and they always come out winning, you know, through purgatory, through hell, everything. So normally I would be inclined to say, yeah, Dean can totally go through it and he has the willpower and the strength to do it. But seeing that he hasn't even been able to deal with it to this extent already and he's had it for a little bit already and he just gives into it or it's too strong or he's killed people, I would say no. I don't think he would be able to continue to live with it. And I think that's why Kane coming next week is going to be something pretty monumental to the mark. And I think it's going to be something that we're not going to expect. I think, like, for me anyway, because I've been expecting, like I just said, it to be something mutual, and I think it's going to be quite surprising to see what happens. I think that there's an even situation where I think Dean can sustain being like this for a little while longer, but it's not going to last because eventually it's going to have to feed off of something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we know, Kane has been living with the mark for a long time. So, and we don't know what he was doing during all this is going on. We're going to find out a little bit more next week, so let's get into our predictions for next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. We have the return of three C's, Cass, <laughs> Crowley, and Kane, 
Woo-hoo. Like triple C's. I can't wait. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Okay, who would like to go first for predictions? Ah, Kayla? I yeah, I, okay. I think I only just have the one. So I, I definitely think going into next week's episode with the return of the three C's, I'll use that. <laughs> I think that, um, I think w- with the promo they showed for Kane, he was holding the first blade. And he was like, what did he say? He was like, it's been a while or it's good to be back. Oh, I really don't remember now what he said. Um, I wish one of you, I, I didn't write it down. I, I don't know if you guys did. But what he said in the promo, I was kind of like, does he want like full rain back on the mark? Can he take the mark back from Dean and have like the full mark back? And he might want to be one with the blade again. That's what I'm thinking. Just the way the promo was shot, it kind of looks inclined that way. So I think Kane's return might be that he'll he'll take over it all, and he might go back to how he was. I think he said um, it's been too long. And, That's and, it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of curious as to what that exactly meant, because mm-hmm. back then when Dean did take the mark, we saw him say, you know, I'm going to come mm-hmm. for you someday, yeah. and I want you to kill me. So Dean was actually going at him in these previews, and I was like, why, you know, isn't mm-hmm. he allowing him to kill him? I guess Kane changed his mind. I don't understand what's happening there. Yeah, that's it's exactly my thought. Like, I've been saying, predicting that that was going to happen since that's what we've been told and what we've seen. And now, like, I am kind of feel like it might be something different. Or they could just be teasing us with, like, it out of, like, Segment. The out of order, like we mm-hmm. saw with Charlie a couple weeks ago, where <laughs> we thought there was this major fight, and it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, Crazy Charlie, or what was it? Demon Charlie? Dark Charlie. Dark Charlie. Dark Charlie. Uh, the Return of the Three Seas. Excited for Cast. We haven't seen Cast for weeks. Mm-hmm. Excited to see Cast back. Excited to see Crowley back. Mm-hmm. We know that maybe there'll be a little bit of appearance by Rowena then, since he's going to be bringing the blade back, and we know that Rowena wants to be a part of this whole Sam and Dean process. And then we get Kane back. Mm-hmm. And from what I thought, I was going to assume that Dean was not going to be wanting Kane mm-hmm. to be around and he wants to just live without it and let it go and just not. But I think once Kane gets there and once the blade gets close to him again, mm. back on. Yeah. Fueled again. Yeah. Ready to go. I think it's just going to be, it'll be too easy to, to, or it'll be too hard to not just flip right into that right, right. away and Go for it. Yeah. All in. So if that does happen, there could be a potential Rowena and Kane kind of alliance or partnership there. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, that could be kind of cool. I don't know if Rowena will make it back to Sam and Dean, but I like that idea of Kane and kind of Rowena. That would be an interesting. Yeah, and it was for like one or two episodes. I think that would be kind of really cool to bring into this season. That'd be really neat. <laughs> I'd like that. We've got big episode next week. Hopefully we can get Timothy in here to talk to us because that would be awesome, especially with his return next week. Uh, as you saw, Tom was not with us tonight. We miss you, Tom. We wish you could have been here with us. But you can talk to us about anything supernatural at hashtag ABTV Supernatural. And you can find all of us on the social media things. So, Michaela, mm-hmm. let the good people know where they can find you. Okay, Supernatural fans and Afterbuzzers, you guys can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips or on Instagram at Michaela Phillips. And uh, tune in Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I uh, have a really cool spotlight on interview with Nate Green. So check it out. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell and Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. 
And you guys can find me on all things social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wegner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. You can find AfterBuzz on YouTube.com backslash AfterBuzz, on Twitter, on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere. Tweet us with the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so we can talk to you. Let us know what you think about the episode. Let us know what you think about the return of the three C's. And have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 